Shalom, Shalom, Israel. First off, giving all praise to the Most High and to the Son. Um, today's class, we're going to continue on with our um, teaching on Saul and David. You know, the understanding between the relationship of these two spirits, how it relates to us today, um, the examining of ourselves through the mirror that is the Bible. You know, um, when you're reading it and you're reading Saul and David, it's all a reflection of what you could be. You could either be Saul or you could either be David. And, um, you know, too often do we force ourselves to see David inside of us. And then we ignore the Saul. And everybody got a little bit of Saul, man. That's just, it's just the way it is. But it's the, the matter of who do you feed? You feeding David or you feeding Saul? We all born with a little wickedness in us. That's that's just the way it is. But it's a matter of who do you feed? Are you feeding the righteous or are you feeding the wicked? We all born with that voice in our head that say do this or do that. We all born with that voice in our head that say you should hate him or you should hate her or you should say this or that. But it's a matter of who do you feed? Are you feeding David or are you feeding Saul? You know, and we have to understand that we not all just squeaky clean out here with fringes on. We have to be able to see ourselves in the scriptures. See, uh, give me 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 1. This is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 1. Read. And Saul spake to Jonathan, his son, and to all his servants, that they should kill David. See, the thing is, he said he spake to Jonathan, his son, and to all his servants. Let's see if we got another account of this going on. Give me Psalms chapter 83 and verse 1. See, the thing is, when we read in the Bible, we always want to see somebody else's being wicked, man. But we don't want to see ourselves. We don't want to look inside of us. When we go, if we go and we don't, we don't like something somebody did, who's the first person we go and tell? Is it that person? Or do we go and tell the sister that's sitting right next to us? Or do we go and tell the brother that we, that we call the number one brother in our favorite contact list? Is he the one we tell? Who are we telling when somebody says something to us that we don't like? Is it that brother? Or is it your mama that you call and tell her that somebody said something to you? Or is it your daddy that you call and say that somebody said something to you? See, the thing is, read this for me, Ock. This is the book of Psalms, chapter 83 and verse 1. Read. Keep not thou silent, O God. Read on. Hold not thy peace, and not still. It's like it. And be not still, O God. Read. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. See, read a little bit faster. Right? It say, For lo, thine enemies make a tumult. Which enemies? Is this just talking about the other nations? Yeah. See, the thing is, when you have hatred for your brother, you're an enemy. That's what enemy means. It means hatred. That's what it is. Read. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people. See how many how many how many times have you taken crafty counsel in your life? Just be real with yourself. How many times have you not liked someone something something somebody did or said to you and you took crafty counsel instead of going and applying Matthew 18:15? You went and said something to some sister, you went and said something to a brother, and you talked to your friend about that before you went and applied it and talked to that brother. See, everybody got a little bit of crafty counsel in them, man. 
and they don't want to admit it. Read. And consulted against thy anyone. And nine times out of ten, when they taking that crafty counsel, it's against a righteous man. When it when that when that when that person is wicked, then you want to apply Matthew 18, 15. But when that person is righteous and you just don't like what they did, now it's crafty counsel time. Read. Verse 4. They have said, Come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. And see, that's what that hatred make you do, man. It make you, you don't want to just talk. You don't want to just gossip. You want to cut them off. You want to make it to where their name is not even remembered. You want to make it to where their name is dragged through the mud. And that's that malice, man. That's that hatred. That's what happens when you gossiping. When you gossiping, and I want you to examine yourself in your mind. You know, when you gossiping, who are you gossiping for? Bring it you know, because nine times out of ten, you're going to go to somebody that you know like that person. You know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to say, okay, I don't like that you like him. I want to say something to you that will make you not like him no more. Drag his name through the mud. Put his name out of remembrance. Anybody you see that like him, anybody that come, I'm going to tell you some of those people that leave this camp, anybody that come to them and say they like our camp or they like our leadership, what's the number one thing they're going to do? They're going to try and take that crafty counsel. They're going to try and say, well, he actually do this. Oh, he actually say that. Oh, he actually treats you like this. Just to get you to hate him too. Read. For they have consulted together with one consent. Read. They are confederate against thee. Read on. The tabernacles of Edom. See, the thing is, you got the spirit of an Edomite on you. The same thing an Edomite do, that's the same thing our peoples do. You can't call yourself an Israelite if you got the spirit on you. Read. And the Ishmaelites. Read. Of Moab. And the Hagarians. Gibel. And Ammon. And Am 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 Amalek. The Philistines. With the inhabitants of Tyre. Read on. Asher also is joined with them. They have hoping the children of Lot. Salah. Read on. Do unto them as unto the Midianites. See? It say do unto them what? Do unto them as unto the Midianites. The thing is, a lot of our brothers and sisters are going to get left out here with the heathens. You know? When it's time for us to build a nation, it's time for us to have our own land, our own businesses, our own community, our own government, our own setup. A lot of our brothers and sisters are going to get left out here with the heathen, man. And they're going to think they got the better deal, man, but they don't. They're going to get treated like a dog for the rest of their life. Read. As to Sisera, as to Javan, at the brook of Kisra, which perished at Endor. They become they became as dumb for the earth. That's what our peoples are gonna get treated like, man. Dumb. Give me Romans 16, 17. Read this for me, y'all. This is the book of Romans, chapter 16, and verse 17. Read. Now I beseech you, brethren. Mark them which cause divisions. See, are we doing this in Israel? You know, how many times are we looking the other way when somebody caused some trouble and somebody caused some issues? You know, we understand forgive your brother and everything, man. But sometimes, man, you know, you got to get to that point where you follow the scriptures. Read it again. I Mark them which cause divisions Read on. and offenses contrary to the doctrine. Which ye have learned. Read on. 
And avoid them. And what? And avoid them. And what? And avoid them. When are we going to start doing this? When are we going to start avoiding these brothers, man? You know, and that's what brothers aren't ready for, man, because they'll have this hatred in their heart all day because they know at the end of the day, they still got, they can still come home to the family. You know, they know that no matter what they do, they still got a place to lay their head. What happens when the time comes that we start avoiding them and we tell them, hey, man, you've been having too much. You've been having too much hatred, too much gossip, too much trouble, man. You're not allowed here no more. What happened then? Are they going to get they are they are they going to get their life right then? Read. Verse 18. For they that are such serve not our Lord Yahweh. How you going to be in here and we letting you be in here and you not serving the Lord Yahweh? What is this place about? Is this is this the Christianity church where you can just serve whoever you want? You can be a Buddhist and walk up here and we just accept you with open arms? Or is this not the the, the house of the Lord? Yahweh shot. Read. But their own belly. But their what? But their own belly. See, read on. And by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. Now you gotta ask yourself, are you simple? If you're deceived. By these brothers and sisters that can come up to you and say a good word and some good speech, but really full of crap, full of garbage, full of hatred, full of malice, and you got deceived, you got to ask yourself, are you stupid? You know, as a nation, we got to get to the point where we can read spirits, man. We can't just let anybody say anything or do anything to us, and we just act like because we believe in Jesus, we're supposed to just, we're supposed to just put up with it. Give me Second John chapter 9. Read this, Ock. This is the book of 2 John, verse 9. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Yahawashah, hath not God. Read on. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. Read on. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine. See, if there come any unto us, man, and they not about this work, they not about Yahweh Shai, because there's a difference. You can see, you know, we all going to have our little different quirks and everything. Some believe this. Okay, whatever, you know. But it all come down to the root of, do you really have faith in Yahweh Shai? Are you willing to walk this walk? Are you really willing to die for your Lord and die for your people, die for your brethren? No greater love hath this than a man to die for his brethren. Read. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, read on. Receive him not into your house. Eventually, we're going to stop receiving him. You know, we really nice, we really kind, we really loving, we really caring, man. But the scriptures say, receive him not into your house, man. Because that's poison. Read. Neither bid him God speak. You can't even, you can't even, you can't even deal with him. You know, this is, this is in the New Testament. The New Testament where Christianity say God love everybody, Jesus, all he did was love and kiss and hug. It's saying right here, man, if they come at you with something that's contrary to what he's telling you, don't even let him in your house. Read. For he that abideth him, God speed, is partaker of his evil deeds. See, if we keep on allowing these brothers and sisters to believe that they got a place to go with their wickedness, man, we're partakers of their evil deeds. We're just as bad as them. If we keep on allowing these brothers and sisters to, to continue to be wicked, continue to have malice, continue to have hatred, and then come in these doors and disgrace the Yahweh Shah, we are just as bad as them. That's what it's saying. But 
Give me Second Thessalonians three and fourteen. Let's get some more on it though. Read that Second Thessalonians three and fourteen. Right before First Timothy. Remember all your Israel, all your T's are together. You got First Timothy, Second, First Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, First Timothy, Second Timothy, Titus. Yeah. This is Second Thessalonians, chapter three and verse fourteen. Read. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man. He is letting you know again. Mark that man. Note that man. Read on. And have no company with him. See, don't have any company with him. Read. That he may be ashamed. Hold on, what is it for? That he may be ashamed. Why are we supposed to do that? That he may be ashamed. Because the thing is, when they come in here and they thinking that they can have that malice and hatred, and they still got a family to go to, they don't feel like they did nothing wrong. In their mind, they feeling like, oh, it's just another stepping stone. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. Read. Yet count him not as an enemy. But see, he's giving you more understanding. See, even though you're not dealing with him, even though we may not be able to let him in because he's poisoning the, the congregation, she poisoned the congregation, even though all those things, we still not count you as an enemy. Why? Read. But admonish him as a brother. But see, if you come and you get yourself right, it was only a warning. You still our brother. You still our sister. But see, the scriptures tell us how we're supposed to deal with that situation, though. And we're going to do it by what the Most High say. As a nation, we're going to have to get to that point because we allow... I'm going to tell you something. The body of Christ in Israel has got a lot of poison in it. It's got a lot. You know, and we freely eating of the poison. Give me 1 Samuel 19 and 4. We freely... And the thing about being a shepherd of the sheep, you can't allow the sheep to just eat poison. That's not a good shepherd. As the shepherds of the sheep, as the as the as the first generation coming in, you know, we are, we the first we the first line of defense. We supposed to be defending the next generation. How are we going to defend it if we allow them to, allowing the congregation to eat poison? Read this up. This is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 4. Read. And Jonathan spake good of David unto Saul his father. And said unto him, Let not the king sin against his servant. See, let not the king sin against his servant. When all the brothers, the thing is, the brothers that sit up on his table, they servants. Read on. Let not the king sin against his servant. Read. Against David. Read on. Because he hath not sinned against thee. Read on. And because his works have been to thee work to the word very good see david he didn't have no issues like that man he wasn't causing no malice he wasn't having no issues in the mouth he wasn't having no issues with his actions everything he did was in diligence man and when brothers have that wicked spirit man they hate that they hate to see somebody have diligence they hate to see somebody stay on their business they hate to see somebody have a good report read for he did put his life in his hand read and slew the philistine and the Lord wrought a great salvation for all Israel. Read on. Thou sawest it, and didst rejoice. Wherefore, then wilt thou sin against innocent blood, 
to slay David without a cause. Without a cause, man, read. And Saul hearkened unto the voice of Jonathan. And Saul swear. See how it say, look, it say, and Saul swear. How much does that swear really mean? He say Saul swore. That means he made a promise. Read. As the Lord liveth, read. He shall not be slain. So see how Saul made a promise here that David shall not be slain. Read. And Jonathan called David, and Jonathan chewed him all those things. And Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as in times past. And there was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter, and they fled from him. And the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul. That was their jealousy, man. When you read up in verse 8, it's saying there was war again, and David went out and fought with the Philistines and slew them with a great slaughter, and the Lord delivered them. They fled from him. Read verse 9 again. And the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul. He couldn't stand to see a brother get on top, man. He couldn't stand to see a brother in the spirit of the Lord doing things, making moves, you know, really in the spirit. Read. As he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand. So he just sitting there with the javelin in his hand. See, did not, did not Saul already throw this javelin at David once? Read on. And David played with his hand. See, and David played with his hand. So it say, and the evil spirit from the Lord was upon Saul. And he sat in his house with his javelin in his hand. And David, so Saul had a javelin in his hand. And then it say, and David played with his hand. What are these hands? See, it say javelin, he had the javelin in his hand. And David playing with his hand. Now I want you to visualize it. You're telling me that Saul had already thrown a javelin at David. And David just in there playing the harp while he looking over there at Saul. Saul got the javelin just looking at him dirty. And he just in there playing the harp. And he don't know something going on. That's how that should tell you. When you when you're reading it and you don't see it, you're not you're not actually delving deeper. Give me 2 Timothy 1 and 6. Read this. This is the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 1 and verse 6. Read. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. The gift of God. Read. Which is in thee. Which is in thee. Read. By the putting on of my hands. Did he actually put his hands on him to give him the gift of God? Yeah. Or was it through his words and his actions, his teachings? See, read. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Read on. But of power. But of power, read. And of love. And of love, read. And of a sound mind. These were all the things that were in David's hands. You see? Give me Luke 22 and 19. Read this up. This is the book of St. Luke, chapter 22 and verse 19. Read. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. 
This do in remembrance of me. Of course, we know he's talking about this word, right? Read. Likewise, also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, he say, This bread in this cup is my body and my blood given to you. But behold, read. But behold, the hand of him. The hand of him, read. But behold, the hand of him read, that, that betrayeth me. That betrayeth me, read. Is with me on the table. This is what Saul had in his hand. See, we looking at it, we thinking that, okay, he played his harp and all of a sudden Saul lose the evil spirit, man. We already went over it. If you go back in the, in the last class, I explained it. But he's showing you. He says Saul had that evil spirit in his hand. He had that jealousy, that hatred in his hand. But David, he was playing the song of the Lord. Righteousness. See? Read on. Verse 22. And truly the Son of Man goeth as it was determined. But woe unto that man by whom he is betrayed. Saul was a betrayer, man. That's that spirit of Saul, betrayal. David trusted him. Give me 1 Samuel 19 and 10. We're going to go into it more because you're going to see brother David love, had love, man. He had love for his brother Saul. You know, but the more love, it's crazy how the more love you have for somebody, the more they hate you. Read this, out. This is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 19 and verse 10. Read. And Saul sought to smite David. Even to the wall with the javelin. See, it, I mean, like you say, I know brother told me, he say that's when you when you when you saying something against somebody and you going against somebody, what do they call it? They call it shooting shots. You shooting shots at somebody. See, read it again, huh? And Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with the javelin. He was trying to hang him out to dry, man. Destroy him. Destroy his name. Destroy his life. Smite him to the wall. Read. But he slipped away out of Saul's presence. Read on. And he smote the javelin into the wall. He did nothing, man. Read. And David fled and escaped that night. See, he couldn't do nothing to David. Because David had the spirit of Yahweh Shai. He couldn't say nothing against David. He couldn't bring up any false word against David. Nothing could stick. Stuck to the wall, man. Read. Saul also sent messengers unto David's house to watch him and to slay him. In the morning. If Saul is the king of the whole city, why does he have to send messengers yeah. to watch and to slay David in the morning? Why don't he send soldiers? Read. So, and Michael, David's wife, told him, saying, If thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow thou shalt be slain. He was saying, Get out of here, man, because Saul got that wicked spirit, man. He got something out for you. Jump down to verse 15. Verse 15. Read. And Saul sent messengers again to see David, saying, Bring him up to me in the bed that I may slay him. He said, Bring him up to me in the bed that I may slay him. Did he not promise to Jonathan that he would not slay him? Yeah. See, how many of us have broken promises? How many of us have said we're going to do something and we don't do it? How many of us have said we're not going to do anything anymore and we still go and do it, man? Literally got the spirit of Saul on you, but we want to act like we righteous. We want to pretend like we got the spirit of King David on us. 
and we act just like Saul. Don't because we don't read our Bible. Give me Micah chapter two and verse one. When you read your Bible and you see it as a mirror, you begin to see more of yourself in this Bible than you really want to. That's why people can't read it. Because even I, when I'm reading the Bible, I'm not in there thinking, oh, man, I got that spirit of David. I'm in there looking, where is that spirit of Saul in me and how can I purge it out? That's what you have to be looking at. Read this up. This is the book of the prophet Micah, chapter 2 and verse 1. Read. Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their beds. See, we, the thing about it is when you got that hatred, you can't even go to sleep. You can't even wake up without thinking about it. Without thinking about how somebody did something to you. You wake up, you literally, the first thing on your mind is, I don't like what they did to me. It poisons you. Read. When the morning is light, they practice it. Read on. Because it is in the power of their hands. Because it is in the power of their hands, see. Read on. And they covet fields. Read on. And take them by violence. Read on. And houses. And take them away. So the... So they oppress a man and his house, even a man and his heritage. Is this just the white man that's doing this? Or is this our own peoples that will drag a brother's name through the dirt, take away his heritage from his nation, take away his opportunity? How many people have you driven out of the camp? Be honest with yourself. By the way you speak to them, by the way you deal with them. How many people have you driven away from the Lord, Yahweh Shai? How many times have you had to have a millstone hanged around your neck for offending the little ones? We have to examine ourselves, man. Give me 1 Samuel 19, 18. Let's go back. Read this. This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 19, and verse 18. Read. So David fled. And escaped and came to Samuel to Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in now. See, that's the thing about that spirit of Saul, man. That spirit of Saul don't want nobody to know what's going on. That spirit of Saul want to do everything in the darkness, man. Read on. And it was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is at Nah in Ramah. And Saul sent messengers to take David. Couldn't let David be. As long as he knew that that righteous spirit was out there, man, he got a problem, man. Read. And when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as appointed over them, the spirit of God was upon the messengers of Saul. And they also prophesied. So, but the thing is, man, not everybody going to follow that wicked spirit all the time, man. It's still the lost sheep. They going to go where the spirit is. They went where the spirit was. They seen Samuel and David in the spirit and they stayed and they prophesied with them. Read. And when it was told Saul, he sent other messengers. Read on. And they prophesied likewise. See, he sent other brothers and they also got, they, they seen the spirit and they followed. Why? Because they say, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. You can't trick the congregation. You can't trick the sheep. You're only going to trick the wicked. But the ones who want Christ, they're going to find Christ. Read. And Saul sent messengers again the third time. Read. And they prophesied also. Read on. Then went he also to Ramah and came to a great wall that is in Satchu. And he asked and said, 
Where are Samuel and David? And one said, Behold, they be at Naah in Ramah. Read on. And he went thither to Naah in Ramah. And the Spirit of God was upon him also. See, he couldn't, he can't deny it. He can't deny it. When he see that real man of God, he can't deny it, man. Read. And he went on and prophesied until he came to Naah in Ramah. Read on. And he stripped off his clothes also. He had to strip off that false, that spirit, that evil spirit. Read. And prophesied before Samuel in like manner. And lay naked all that day and all that night. He got exposed by the spirit of Christ, man. By the real prophets. Read. Wherefore, they say, is Saul also among the prophets? Because when you're around righteous men, you can't fake it. You can't fake it. You can't cover yourself up. You naked before the prophets of God. That's why a lot of them hate. They hate righteous men too. They can't look him in the eye, man. A wicked man can rarely look a righteous man in the eye because he know he can see right through him. Give me 1 Samuel 20 and 1. This is the book of Samuel, chapter 20 and verse 1. Read. And David fled from the ark and Ramah and came and said before Jonathan, what have I done? He came and said before Jonathan, what have I done? Read. What is my iniquity? Read on. And what is my sin before thy father? That he seeketh my life. Read on. Jump, jump down to verse 4. Verse 4. Then said Jonathan unto David, Whatsoever thou so desireth, I will even do it for thee. And David said unto Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is the new moon. And I should not fail to sit with the king at meat. But let me go, that I may hide myself in the field unto the third day at even. So he say, normally I sit with the king at the new moon feast. But today, this new moon, I'm going to go out and I'm going to celebrate at a different location. Read. If thy father at all miss me. If thy father miss me, read. Then say David earnestly asked, Leave of me that he might run to Bethlehem, his city. For there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. Read on. If he say thus, it is well. See, if he say it is well, because if he ain't got no malice, he going to understand. He going to say, okay, you know, he do you in the spirit. All praise to the most high. He going to go about his day. A man that is in the righteous spirit, he not going he not going to have that anger inside of him. He gonna be chill. He gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, as long as he keeping the commandments. Read on. Thy servant shall have peace. Thy servant shall have peace. Read. But if he be very wrong. But see, if he get mad, if he be quick to anger, if he don't understand the situation, he just get upset. Read. Then be sure that evil is determined by him. They all see the brother that got that evil spirit. He gonna he gonna seek out the little things. The any any little thing you say. That's why they be coming at us, man. Any little thing we say on YouTube, man, it's a hundred comments. You did this, you said that. Why are y'all partying on the on the Passover? You shouldn't be partying on the Passover. Little things. See, read. Verse, jump, jump down to verse 24. Verse 24. Read. So David hid himself in the field. Read on. And when the new moon was come, the king sat him down to eat meat. Read on. And the king sat upon his seat as at other times even upon a seat by the wall. And Jonathan arose, and Abner, 
sat by Saul's side, and David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Saul spake unto anything that day, for he thought something had befallen him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. Read on. And it came to pass on the morrow, which was the second day of the month, that David's place was empty. And Saul said unto Jonathan his son, Wherefore cometh not the son of Jesse to me, neither yesterday nor today? See, he's asking, where is David, right? Read. And Jonathan answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem. And, and he said, let me go, I pray thee, for our family hath a sacrifice in the city, and my brother, he hath, he hath commanded me to be there. And now, if I have found favor in thy eyes, let me get away, I pray thee, and see my brethren. Therefore, he cometh not unto the king's table. Perfectly understandable reason. You know, he had to go take care of some business, right? Read on. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan. See, that's, that's how you know. Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan over nothing. Because he already had that predisposition for hatred. He already had that malice. Read. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan. And he said unto him. Read. Thou son of the, the perverse, rebellious woman. See, he just angry, man. Read. Do not I know that thou hast chosen the son of Jesse to thine own confusion? Read on. And unto the confusion of thy mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse liveth upon the ground, thou shalt not be established, nor thy kingdom. See the, see the level of hatred this brother had for him. He say, as long as the son of Jesse liveth, you shall not receive this kingdom. Read. Wherefore now, sin and fetch him unto me, for he shall surely die. See, these brothers, man, with this spirit, man, they when, when you give them a little bit of power, they believe they got the, they got to the say so. They say if somebody's righteous, they say if somebody's wicked. If I say this is what it is, this is what it is. They give you give them a little bit of power and they go nuts. Read on. And Jonathan answered Saul his father and said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What have he done? And see, some of these brothers, man, don't don't ask them no questions. If they tell you somebody wicked, don't ask them. Don't, if they tell you somebody did something, somebody said something, don't ask them no questions. Because let's see what they're going to do to you. Read. And Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him. They're going to drag your name through the mud now. That's what's going on, man. Brothers who got this spirit, man, they run, they run like a dictator. They run like a tyrant. Don't ask them no questions or they're going to drag your name through the mud. Read. Whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. How many brothers got this spirit on them, man? Read. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and did eat not meat the second day of the month. For he was grieved for David because his father had done him shame. See, we have to examine ourselves, man. We have to examine ourselves as a nation. When we when when you have that spirit of hatred on you, how far are you willing to go to show to show to expose somebody that you think is wicked, that you think has a has an evil spirit on them? How far are you willing to go? Give me First Samuel twenty one and one. 
This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 21 and verse 1. Read. Then came David to Nob, to Abimelech, the priest. See, David came to Nob, to Ahimelech, the priest. Read. And Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David, and said unto him, Why art thou alone, and no man with thee? Read. And David said unto Ahimelech, the priest, The king hath commanded me a business, and hath said unto me, Let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee, and what I have commanded thee. And I have appointed my servants to search and such a place. Did David deserve to be to be expelled from his nation the way he was? For him not he can't even go to the priest without lying. He can't even go to the priest without saying that he was sent by the king. Why? Because of his own righteousness he was expelled from the nation. Read. And I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now therefore, what is under thy hand? He's going to the priest. He's saying, what is under thy hand, priest? Read. Give me five loaves of bread in my hand. See, well, how many How many loaves did he say? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand. Read on. Or what there is present. See, David, he was seeking righteousness, man. He hungered and he thirsted after being a righteous man. Go read Psalms. You're going to see what kind of man David was. That's all he wanted. All he wanted was to be righteous in the eyes of the Most High, man. He sought to be taught by that priest. Read. And the priest answered David and said, There is no common bread under my hand. See, it wasn't, see, you thinking it was bread, man. It was no common bread under his hand, man. Read. But there is hollowed bread. Hold on, what kind of bread was it? But there is hollowed bread. The holy bread of the Lord, man. We thinking it's wonder bread? Is it that wheaty bread with the special seeds in it? It's hollowed bread, man. The word, read. If the young men have kept themselves at least from the woman. Why do you have to keep yourselves from a woman just to eat some bread? Yeah. What woman is that? See that woman, that's that false doctrine, man. That's that other nations, man. That's that false religions. That's that other 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 doctrines. Read. And David answered the priest and said unto him, Of a true truth woman have been kept from us about these three days. That's the number of completion, man. He said, We've been kept from these women, man. We ain't been dealing with that. We ain't been dealing with these other nations. Read. Since I came out. And the vessels of the young men are holy. What vessels is that? See, these young men, they are the vessels, man. Your body is the vessel of God. It is the temple of God. They say they they vessels are holy. Read. And the bread is in a manner common. But he say, he say this word is simple, man. Just teach us. Guide us. It's all we need, man. Read. Yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hollowed bread. For there was no bread there, but the shoe bread. But the shoe bread, man. Read. That was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Read on. Now a certain man of the service of Saul was there that day. He say now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day. A servant of Saul. Read. Detained before the Lord. He was detained before the Lord. Read. And his name was God. His name was what? His name was God. His name was what? His name was God. Read. And Edomite. See, why was read on. The chief, the chiefest of the herdmen 
that belongeth to Saul. Have we ever known an Edomite to be a better herdman than an Israelite? So why is it that the chiefest of the herdmen of Saul was an Edomite? See, the thing is, when you have that wicked spirit on you, you got to put people under you that ain't going ain't gonna to notice. They ain't going to expose you. He had to put an Edomite. Why? Because when you surround yourself with righteous men, they're not going to let you just do whatever you want. He had to put an Edomite as the chiefest of the herdmen that belonged unto him. See, give me 1 Samuel 22 and 1. This is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 1. Read. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Dulam. See, he departed thence and escaped to the cave of Dulam. Read. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. See, when everyone heard that he was escaping, they went down thither to him. They wanted to follow that righteous spirit, man. Read. And everyone that was in distress. Everyone that was in distress in the kingdom of Israel, man. Read. And everyone that was in debt. Everyone that was being oppressed, man. Read. And everyone that was discontented. Everybody that was not happy with their lives under Saul's rule. Read. Gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. See, let me, let me, let me, let me get that in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 2. Bring it out. See, the thing is, he say, out of all the nation of Israel, he, he, he brought the ones that were oppressed, that were being in debt, that were distressed, the ones that was not happy with their lives, came and followed David. See, but the ones that was living good, they stuck with Saul. Read this, Ark. This is the book of Proverbs, chapter 29 and verse 2. Read that, Ark. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. See, the people, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Read. But when the wicked bear rule. But when the wicked bear rule. Read. The people mourn. The people were in mourning at that time, man. Give me Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 20. This is the book of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 20, right. This is the book of the prophet Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 20. And it shall come to pass in that day that the remnant of Israel and such as are escaped the house of the house of Jacob shall no more again stay upon him that smote him them read on but shall stay upon the Lord shall stay upon the Lord man read the holy one of Israel in truth the remnant shall return he say the remnant the remnant shall return only 400. The remnant shall return, man. Read. The remnant shall return, even the remnant of Jacob, unto the mighty God. See, even in the remnant of Jacob unto the mighty God, man. Read. For though thy people Israel be as the sand of the sea, read on. Yet a remnant of them shall return. A remnant of them shall return. Read. The consumption decree. Shall overflow with righteousness. Get let me let me let me show y'all something. Give me Genesis chapter 30. I'm over here looking and I'm seeing 
So the thing is, he say, the ones that came unto him were the ones that were suffering. Not the ones that was on top, not the ones that was living good, man, but the ones that was in debt, being oppressed. Go to Genesis chapter 30 and give me verse 31. This is the book of Genesis chapter 30 and verse 31. Read. And he said, what shall I give thee, O Jacob? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. So Jacob is saying he want to go with his family, right? Laban is trying to uh, negotiate. Read. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. Read on. I will pass through all thy flock today. Removing from this all the sprinkled and spotted cattle. He said this. He's going to remove from Laban's shepherds the speckled and spotted cattle. The ones that basically had uh, uh, impurities in them. Read. And all the brown cattle among the sheep. All the ones that had impurities. Read. And the spotted and sprinkled among the goats. And of such shall be, be my highest. See, that's what he's saying, man. See, the ones that's good living good and good in their life, they don't, they're not seeking. But he say, he say, I will go through all your sheep. I'm going to remove the ones that got impurities. And I'm going to bring them under my fold. I'm going to bring them into my house. And I will build my nation off of the ones that have those impurities. I will cleanse them. See, it's all throughout the scriptures. Go back. Give me 1 Samuel 22 and 6. And when you read on in Genesis, it shows uh, that more when he was pulling the sheep from the bond shepherds, from his cattle, that more of the sheep had uh, uh, impurities. So his his cattle became more than what Laban had because more of the sheep came to him. Read this up. This is the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 6. Read. When Saul heard that David was discovered and the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gibeah under the tree of Ramah having his spear in his hand. And all his servants were standing about him. See, it say when Saul heard that David was covered, he was looking for David, man. Looking for that righteous man. He dwelt under that tree with his, his spear in his hand, his power in his hand, ready to, ready to put down the righteous. Read. Then Saul said unto his servants that stood about him, Hear now, ye Benjaminites. Benjamites, Slaki. Will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards? And make you all captains of a thousands and captains of a hundred. See, he wanna because he's up at high, he wanna try and manipulate the peoples using wealth and money and power. Read. That all of you have conspired against me, and there is none that sheweth me that my son have made a league with the son of Jesse. And there is none of you that is sorry for me. Oh sheweth unto me. That my son hath stirred up my servant against me to lie and wait as at this day. So he's trying to get the rest of the nation to hate David just as much as he is. He's saying, "What? Well, why don't any of you hate David just as much as I do? Read on. Then answered Dong the Edomite. Hold on, what? who answered him? Then answered Dong the Edomite. See, Doeg, Doug, the Edomite answer, he going to be the first one to step up. Read. Then answered Doeg the Edomite. Read on. Which was set over the servants of Saul and said, 
I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahutu. See, he gonna have he gonna have the same hatred that Saul got. Read. And he inquired of the Lord for him, and gave him visual victuals, and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Read on. Then the king sent to call Ahimelech the priest, the son of Atu, Atu, and all his father's house, the priests that were in Nob, and they came all of them to the king. And Saul said, Hear now, thou son of Atu. And he, he answered, Here I am, my lord. And Saul said unto him, Why have ye conspired against me? Thou and the son of Jesse, and, and that thou hast given him bread and a sword, and hast inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait as at this day. Has David ever, ever, ever once in this whole scripture ever said that he was going to lie in wait or rise up against Saul? Why does Saul have that in his mind? Because he knew that the kingdom was already given unto David. He knew it in his heart. Read. Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who is so faithful among all thy servants as David? He was being real. He was being truthful. Who was so faithful to Saul? Who was more faithful than David? David fought, fought Saul's battles, man. David was there for Saul when he was down and out. Read. Which is the king's son-in-law. Read on. And goes at thy bidding, and is honorable in thine house. Did I then begin to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me. Let not the king impute anything into his servant, nor to all the house of my father. For thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. And the king said, Thou shalt surely die, Ahimelech, thou and all thy father's house. Man, this is the same man that came to Samuel when Samuel told him he was going to lose the kingdom. This is the same man that begged Samuel to come and, and, and honor him in front of the elders of the city. This is the same man that begged Samuel to give him honor so that give him honor in his, in his father's house and don't blot him out of the nation. That's the same man sitting right here telling the priest he's going to kill him for helping David out. This man, see, that's what I tell you, man, some people fake fake man you they'll do all kind of wickedness behind the scene but as soon as they get brought out and exposed that's when they want to act like they humble man read and the king said unto the footmen that stood about him turn and slay the priests of the lord because their head also is with david and because they knew when he fled and did not shew it to me but the servants of the king would not put forth their their hand to fall upon the priests of the Lord. See, they, 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 they would not do that because they knew that wasn't right, man. Read. And the king said to do it. Hold on, hold on. Who did the king go to now? And the king said to do it. Read on. Turn down and fall upon the priests. Read on. And do it. The Edomite turned and he fell upon the priests and slew on that day four score and five persons that did wear a linen ephod and now and know the city of the and the city of the priests smote he with the edge of the sword both men and women children and sucklings 
and oxen and asses and sheep with the edge of the sword. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of a two, named Abathar, Abathar, Shalaki, escaped and fled after David. And Abathar shewed David that Saul had slain the Lord's priests. And David said unto Abathar, I knew it that day when Doag the Edomite was there. That he would surely tell Saul. See, David said he said he knew it. He knew it as soon as he seen that dude Doeg dug the Edomite. That he was gonna go and tell Saul, man. Why? Because he never trusts his enemy. But Saul do read. I have occasion, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house. Read on. Abide thou with me. Fear not, for he hath for he that seeketh my life, seeketh thy life. But with me, thou shalt be in safeguard. See, David, he, he knew what was important, man. He protected the priest. Give me 1 Samuel 24 and 1. David was a man that loved his brethren, man. Read this out. This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 24 and verse 1. Read on. And it came to pass, when Saul was returned from following the Philistines, that it was told him, saying, Behold, David is in the wilderness of in in Gedi. In Gedi. In Gedi. Then Saul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goat. He's still chasing after David, man. Read. And he came to the sheepcocks by the way, and were and where was a cave? Read on. And Saul went in to cover his feet. And David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. Read on. And the men of David said unto him, Behold, the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, that thou mayest do to him as, he sh as it shall seem good unto thee. Then David arose. And cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privately. See, he said he cut off the skirt of Saul's robe. Give me Jeremiah chapter 13 and verse 22. See, it say Saul was delivered into David's hand. And he went and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe. Have you ever been sleeping so hard that somebody came and cut your shirt off of you? And you didn't wake up? There we go. Not only that, but Saul is king over Israel. You telling me David was in that cave with him and all and came and and you telling me hold on, you first of all you telling me Saul is a king of Israel and he's sleeping in the cave. Second off, you telling me that David crept up on him with all his homies around him and cut his and cut his skirt off of his body without him waking up. See, read this out. This is the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter thirteen and verse twenty two. Read. And if thou say in thine heart, Wherefore come these things upon me? For the greatness of thy iniquity. He's saying, Wherefore come these, these curses upon me? He say, For the greatness of thy sins, read. For the greatness of thy iniquity are thy skirts discovered, and thy heels made bare. See, David, he just exposed him, man. That's all it was. He exposed, he lifted up his skirt. Lifted up his skirt. Read on, uh, jump down to verse. 
Now to one verse twenty-seven. Now read on. Verse twenty-three. Read. Can the Ethiopian change his skin, or the leopard his spots? Read on. Then may ye also do good that are accustomed to do evil. He say, then may ye also do good that are accustomed to do evil. Man, read. Therefore will I scatter them as the stubble that passeth away by the wind of the wilderness. This is thy lot, the portion of thy measures for me, saith the Lord, because thou hast forgotten me and trusted in falsehood. Therefore, Will I discover thy skirts upon thy face, that they that thy shame may appear? Hold on, what what appeared in uh, in Saul? That thy shame may appear. What did David expose about Saul? That thy shame may appear. See, he said because he trusted in falsehood, falsehood, his skirt would be revealed and his shame would appear. See, because Saul he liked to do things under the table, man. Give me Nahum chapter three and verse five. See when it when it came time to be exposed, Saul was a different man. But when it came time for him to just do do whatever he wanted, ain't nobody checking him. He was a different man. Nahum chapter three and verse five. This is the book of Prophet Nahum chapter three and verse five. Read on. Behold, I am against thee, saith the Lord of hosts. Read on. And I will discover thy skirts upon thy face. He said, The Lord is against thee. He will discover your skirts upon your face. Read. And I will shew the nations thy nakedness. Hold on. What happened to Saul? And I will shew thy, the nations thy nakedness. Read on. And the kingdoms thy shame. Saul's sins got exposed, man. Exposed. When you when you going against righteous men, your sins always get exposed. Your sins always get exposed. Read on. Verse 6. And I will cast abominable filth upon thee. And make thee vile, and will set thee as a gazing stock. Give me First Samuel twenty four and five. This is the book of First Samuel, chapter twenty four and verse five. Read. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smiled. Because he had cut off Saul's skirt. See, it smote him, man. David, David felt guilty because he had he had revealed Saul. See, the thing is, when you have respect and when you have honor for the people that set you up and that lead you and that guide you, you ain't trying to destroy them. That see, Saul had that love for his brother Saul. Uh, David had that love for his brother Saul. He didn't want he didn't want to expose him like that, man. That's not what he was there for. Read on. And he said unto his men. The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master. Hold on, what did David call Saul? The Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master. See, that show you how much respect David had, man. Read. The Lord's anointed. Read on. To stretch forth my hand against him. See, he is the anointed of the Lord. Read on. So David stayed his servants with these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose out of the cave and went on his way. See, how many people will allow a whole congregation to diss somebody in this truth? How many times have we seen videos come up about us, a whole congregation to try to reveal our skirt? And nobody in their leadership in their congregation will say anything, man. They won't say nothing. 
They'll just let it happen. Is that the spirit of David? Read. David also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried out after Saul, saying, My lord the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed himself. Hold on, what did David do? And bowed himself. Read on. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David seeketh thy hurt. See, he's saying, why, why are you chasing me? Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying that I would do anything to you? Who told you that I had hatred for you? Read. Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how the Lord, how that the Lord had delivered thee to be today into mine hand in the cave. See, the Lord, he, he revealed everything you did unto me, man. Read. And some be bade me kill thee. Some bade me to destroy thee. Read. But my eyes spared thee. Read on. And I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Read on. Moreover, my father. Hold on, what did he say? My father. What did he say? My father. Respect, man, read. See, yea, see the skirt of thy robe in my hand. He say, see, I could have revealed you. I could have exposed you, read. For in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe. Read on. And killed thee not. Read on. No, thou, and see, that there is neither evil nor transgression in my hand, and I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest my soul to take it. Read on. The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me of thee, but my hand shall not be upon thee. As saith the <laughs> proverb of the ancients, wickedness proceeded from the wicked, but my hand shall not be upon thee. See how he tell he see how he tells Saul, man. He say he got he got respect for him. But he let him know wickedness proceed from the wicked man. And you've been wicked, Saul. Read. After whom is the king of Israel come out? Read on. After whom doest thou pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea. The Lord therefore be judge, and judge between me and thee, and see. And plead my cause and deliver me out of thine hand. Read on. And it came to pass when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, Is this thy voice, my son David? Hold on, what did he say? My son David. Hold on, what did he say? My son David. Fake, man. Dude is fake. See, is this not the same man that murdered? 65 priests of the Lord just because they helped David out. Why? Where is that man now when David has his skirt in his hand? Where is that? Where is that? See, people want to be a fake thug. Where is that thug now? That thug that killed 65 of the Lord's priests. Where is he now that David has his skirt in his hand? Read. And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Read on. And he said to David, Thou art more righteous than. And I. See how he flip flop? One minute he's saying, Dave, you more righteous than I. The very next day he's chasing after David, man. Read. For thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. So you can't just believe it. I'm telling you, you know how many times I've seen brothers come and apologize and be like, man, I was wicked. I was right. I, I was wrong. You was right. And the very next day they're talking crap about you. They never meant it. They just, what they're doing, 
is they trying to get they trying to get back into your graces so they can so they can stab you in your back with that screwdriver, man. That's all they doing. That's why I don't trust words. I trust actions, man. Give me Proverbs seventeen and thirteen. This is the book of Proverbs, chapter seventeen and verse thirteen. Read. Whoso rewardeth evil for good. Whoso rewardeth evil for good. Read. Evil shall not depart from his house. See, that's the thing. That's why it don't matter what you say, what apologies you got, whatever you got, whatever you doing, you can say whatever you want to say. If you if you in the spirit, your house is going to be ruined. The Lord is not fooled by your words. The Lord is not fooled by you coming. You want to, because a lot of times, man, people do wicked stuff, man, and they'll panic. They'll freak out and they'll try to go get back in somebody's good graces. They thinking that, that that matters. The Lord is not fooled. The Lord is what is what is what determines how your life is going to go. It is not that man. It is not that man. Read on. The beginning of strife is as when one let up out water. Therefore, Leave off contention before it be meddled with. See, when you let that spirit out, it's like letting out water. You can't stop it once it starts. Once you start, once you start acting in that spirit, it become. One day you wake up and you saw. You 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 don't even know how you got there. You know. Read on. Before it be meddled with. Read on. Verse fifteen. He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just. Even they both are an abomination to the Lord. That's how brothers end up being abomination, man. Give me Matthew chapter 5 and verse 43. It's real easy to end up being an abomination to the Lord. Real easy. Read this up. This is the book of St. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 43. Read on. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. He say, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Read. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Hold on, what do we do to these brothers? Love your enemies. What do we do to these sisters? Love your enemies. Read on. Bless them that curse you. See, we bless them. You know, you can say what you want, do what you want. Come at us however you want, man. We still gonna hit you with this love, man. Read. Do good to them that hate you. See, we still gonna do good for you, man. Read. And pray for them which despitefully use you. See, we still gonna pray for you, man. We pray for the we pray for the two thirds. We pray for the the people out there, man, that, that ain't turning to the Lord. We pray that they come back. Read and persecute you. Read on that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. This is the this is the spirit of David. David continually prayed for Saul, man. Even though Saul was coming at him, man. Even though Saul had that hatred for him, man. David was always there to pick him back up. See, read. For he maketh his son rise on the evil and on the good. Read on. And sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Give me Proverbs 25 and 21. This is the book of Proverbs, chapter 25 and verse 21. Read on. If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. Read on. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. Read. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. See, they can't help that. When you when you when you giving good unto your enemy and you doing good unto the people that hate you, 
that that destroys them worse than anything. That's why we say, you know, don't bear no grudges. Don't be out there trying to get back at people, revenge and everything, man. Because don't nothing hurt them worse than when you show them love. Don't nothing hurt them worse, man. It's like that's the worst kind of pain you could ever you could ever do to them. You know, they want you to feel that hatred, but when you feel that love, give me First Samuel twenty four and eighteen. That's the worst thing you could do to them because it shows. See, that's that spirit. You know, you show them that love, they like, damn, this dude better than me. That's what they see in their mind. They're like, man, he's showing me love, even though I'm showing him hatred. This brother is better than me. And that 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 hurts him to their spirit. See, read. This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 18. Read. And thou hast shewed this day how that thou hast dwelt well with me, for as much as when the Lord had delivered me into thine hand, thou killest me not. Read on. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore, the Lord rewarded thee good for that thou hast done unto me this day. See, when he getting exposed and when he at his, when he had death's door, when he ready for everything to be taken, that's when he want to be righteous. That's when he want to speak spiritual. That's when he want to show honor unto where honor is due. Read. And now, behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king. He knew the whole time that he was going to surely be king. He knew the whole time. Why? Because he knew that the Most High had already taken it from him. Read. And that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. Read on. Swear now therefore unto me by the Lord that thou wilt not cut off my seed after me and that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David swear unto Saul and Saul went home, but David and his men get them up into the hole. Did Saul feel guilty about killing them 65 prophets? Did he? Did he even care? Probably not. He only cared about himself. And that's that's what that's the spirit you gotta be looking out for, man. That's selfishness. Jump to chapter 26 and verse 1. This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 26 and verse 1. Read. And the Ziphites came unto Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doeth not David hide himself in the hill of Ichala, which is before Jeshua? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness at Ziph, having 3,000 chosen men of Israel with him to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. This is one chapter later. This is not even, it's ridiculous how he literally just had his skirt exposed. And one chapter later, he coming to kill David again. That show you he's fake. That show you he's a liar. Give me Proverbs 24 and 21. That show you he never meant a, a thing that he said. And that's how, you know, it be looking genuine. It be looking real. It be looking true. And it all be a lie for their own gain. Read this, Ock. This is the book of Proverbs, chapter 24 and verse 21. Read. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king. Read on. Read on. And meddle not with them that are given to change. Hold on. What are we not supposed to do? And not and meddle not with them that are given to change. The most high God say, do not mess with them that are given to change. People that change, I'm going to tell you one thing I noticed about our leadership elder, he don't change. He's always the same. 
you know, and that's we say do not mess with people that are one day they like this and the next day they like this and one day like this and the next day like this because when you're looking at it, one of those people that they are, that's they real, that's who they really are. And nine times out of ten, it's the one that's worse. And the one that's better is the one they faking. So we say don't mess with them, man. Read. Verse 22. For their calamity shall rise suddenly. Read. And who knoweth the ruin of them both? Who knoweth the ruin? Who knoweth their ruin? They, when they ruin come, you're going to be standing right next to them. Give me James chapter 1 and verse 8. And the thing is, I'm going to tell you something. Israelites nowadays were cowards. You know, you know, not everybody, you know what I'm saying. See, see, hear what I'm saying. Israelites nowadays, a lot of them have that cowardice spirit. Why? Because they haven't seen death. We haven't seen death as a nation. To really see, I'm going to tell you something. Back in them days, read, read about David. Read about things. I'm going to tell you something. When the time come, what let you go and say something about somebody that they don't like. Let you go and try and, and, and spread gossip about a righteous man of God and let him come put that pistol in your mouth. You see what I'm saying? It's not there yet because everybody, oh, it's all love and everything, bro. But look back in the olden days. Look at what happened when, when, when somebody came and said something about David to his face. What did he do to him? Slice his head off. You know, Israel ain't seen death. That's why they think they can just do what they want to do, man. A bunch of cowards. But when the time come and it's time for enacting the real spirit of the Lord, let you come and say something about my household. Let you come and say something about a brother household. Let you come and say something about a righteous man's spirit and the way he enact his life and watch you get that pistol in your mouth. You know, because that's not stood for anywhere in the scriptures. Read. This is the prophet James. Chapter 1 and verse 8. Read. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. See, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. A double-minded man is someone you cannot trust. A double-minded man, he'll say one thing to you one day, and the next day he's saying something totally different. He, he'll say some one thing to your face, and then, and, and then five minutes later he's saying something different about you behind your back, man. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He can't be trusted. Give me 1 Samuel 26 and 5. As a nation, one thing we got to learn is respect. We have to learn respect because we have lost it. We thinking that we come into the truth and we don't owe nobody no respect. We don't respect our mamas no more. We don't respect our daddies no more. We don't respect grandparents. We don't respect any. We don't we have no respect. We acting like if you if, if, we, we just acting like, I mean, hey, don't we don't owe nobody nothing. And we become a nation of, 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 of spoiled brats. Rebellious and spoiled and disrespectful brats, man. And one day them chickens are going to come home to roost. Read this, Ock. This is the book of the prophet. Uh, this is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 26 and verse 5. Read. And David arose and came to the place where Saul had pitched. And David beheld the place where Saul lay. And Abner, the son of Ner. The captain of his host, and Saul lay in the trench, and the people pitched around about him. See, David came upon Saul again sleeping. David came upon Saul again sleeping in the trench. Man, read. Then answered David and said to Himalite, the Hittite, and the Abish and to Abishai, 
Just so does a rule. Brother to Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to stall to the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with thee. And so David and Abishai came to the people by night. And behold, Saul lay sleeping within the trench, and his spear stuck in the ground at his bolster. But Abner and the people lay round about him. Read on. Then said Abishai to David, God hath delivered thine, thine enemy into thine hand this day. How many times you got to get delivered into the hand before you finally say, man, I'm going to stop doing this? How many times? Because I'm going to tell you, brothers that had that malice and hatred and wicked spirit, they done got exposed several times. And, and still will have their spirit onto them, even though they keep on getting delivered. Read on. Now, therefore, let me smite him, I pray thee, with the spear, even to the earth at once, and I will not smite him the second time. Read on. And David said to Abishai, destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? See, Dave, I'm going to tell you something. Respect has been lost in the nation of Israel. David had respect. Read. David said, furthermore, as the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him, and or his day shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish. Read on. The Lord forbid, the Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. But I pray thee, take thou now the spear that is at his his bolster and the curse of water and let us go let's get that let's get that that spear and that cruise of water he said take his spear and take his cruise of water give me first kings chapter 19 and verse 1 this is the book of first kings Chapter 19 and verse 1. Read. And Ahab the Jezebel, all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Read on. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to, unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as a life of one of them by tomorrow about this this time. So Jezebel is threatening Elijah, right? Read. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Read on. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched an him. An angel touched him, a messenger taught him, read. And said unto him, Arise and eat. Arise and eat these words I'm teaching you, read. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals. Cake baking on the coals, read. And a cruise of water. 
at his head. He's just being taught. Read on. At his head. And he did eat and drink. Eat and drink this word, read. And laid him down again. That's all that cruise of water is. That knowledge, the understanding, the spirit of God. Give me Proverbs chapter 5 and verse 15. He say, take his cruise of water from him. Read this for me, Ock. Proverbs chapter 5 and verse 15. This is the book of Proverbs chapter 5 and verse 15. Read. Drink waters out of thine own cistern. Out of thine own cistern. Read. And running waters out of thine own well. Read on. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad. And rivers of waters in the streets. Read. Let them be only thine own. And not strangers with thee. Read on. Let thy fountain be blessed. Let thy fountain be what? Let thy fountain be blessed. Read on. And rejoice with the wife of thy youth. This is the word of this is the spirit of God. The word of God. The spirit of God. Give me Psalms chapter 46 and verse 8. This is the book of Psalms. Chapter 46 and verse 8. Read. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. Read on. He maketh wars to cease upon the end of the earth. He maketh wars to cease upon the end of the earth. Read. He breaketh the bow. He breaketh their power. Read. He cutteth the spear in sunder. He cutteth their power in sunder. Read. He burneth the chariot in the fire. See, the thing is, he say he take. He said, take his cruise of water and take his spirit. He say, take that spirit and take his power, man. Take everything. Take his spirit and take his power. Give me First Samuel twenty six and twelve. What more can he have but the kingdom? That's exactly what he was taking from Saul. This is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 26 and verse 12. Read. So David took the spear. See, and the, David took the power. Read. So David took the spear and the cruise of water. And the spirit of God. Read. From Saul's bolster. Read on. And they got them away. And no man saw it, nor knew it, neither awake. For they were well, for they were all asleep. See, no man knew it. Man, you don't you don't know it when you can't see it when it's happening. Because you're so stuck up in your own mind, you can't see it that somebody the spirit's already been gone from you and given unto another man. You can't even see it. Read. Because a deep sleep from the Lord was fallen upon them. They say a deep sleep from the Lord was how how is it that every time David pop up, all of Saul's servants asleep? I thought he was supposed to be king of the valiant men of Israel, 30,000 valiant men of Israel, all sleep. I mean, how much drink can you drink? Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 10. If we're going to read it for face value, I mean, was they just all just drunk as hell? What was going on? Why was everybody so asleep? Do they not have a night watchman? I mean, if you're intelligent, if you're at war, do you not have a night watchman? Read this. This is the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 28 and verse 10. Uh, 29 and 10. 29 and 10. Verse 29 and verse 10. Read. For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit. Hold the what? Upon the, out upon you the spirit. The what? The spirit. The what? The spirit. Say, so you say the spirit, read. Of deep sleep. Did it say a literal deep sleep? 
Or did it say the spirit of deep sleep? The spirit of deep sleep. Read. And have closed your eyes. Have closed your eyes. Read. The prophets and your rulers. The seers have he covered. Read on. And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed. Read on. Which men deliver one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he said, I cannot, for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he said, I am not learned. See, the spirit was taken from him, man. He said his eyes was closed, and the vision of the book was sealed to him. The spirit of deep sleep was put upon them from the Lord. Give me 1 Samuel 26 and 13. This is, the, oh, this is the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 26 and verse 13. Read. Then David went over to the other side and stood on the top of a hill afar off. A great space between them. And David cried to the people and to Abner, the son of Ner, saying, Answerest thou not, Abner? Then Abner answered and said, Who art thou that criest to the king? And David said to Abner, Art not thou a valiant man? And who is like to thee in Israel? Wherefore, then hast thou not kept the Lord not the king? For there came one of the people in to destroy the king thy lord. Read. This thing is not good that thou hast done. As the Lord liveth, ye are worthy to die, because ye have not because ye have not kept your master, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spirit is, and the curse of water, the bruise of water that is was at his bolster. And that, that's going to show you the people that surround these brothers. Why are these brothers in power having this wicked spirit of Saul on them and no one is saying anything to them about it? David is calling them out. He's saying, this thing is not good that thou hast done. You are worthy to die because you have not kept your master. Your master has got the wicked spirit, evil spirit of malice and hatred and you ain't said nothing. And you ain't done nothing. You ain't helped him at all. And now look where his spirit is. Look where his power and look where the spirit of God is. It's, it's gone from him. Read. And Saul knew David's voice and said, Is this thy voice, my son, David? Fake. Fake, man. See, as soon as he look at where my spirit, my water. Oh, David, my son. Fake. Read. And David said, it is my voice, my Lord, O King. Read. And he said, Wherefore doeth my Lord thus pursue after his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, I pray thee, let my Lord the King hear the words of his servant. If the Lord have scared thee up against me, let him accept an offering. See, so he say, if, if, if you come in against me as of the Lord, Please allow me to make an offer to appease the Lord. Read. But if they be the children of men. But if children of men 
want you to come after me, read. Cursed be thy, cursed be they before the Lord. He say, cursed be they, man, read. For they have driven me out this day from abiding in the inheritance of the Lord. Say, go serve other gods. See, that's what brothers see. Brothers are not about Yahweh Shai, man. Why? Because they will they will hate on a brother and they want they want him to go back out into the world. When brothers hate on somebody, man, I'm gonna tell you something. Examine yourself. When you was hating on that brother, man, what was you thinking? I hope he repent, or I hope he fall back out into the world. Be real with yourself. Read. Now therefore, let not my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord. Read. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea. As when one doeth hunt a partridge, partridge in the mountains. Read on. Then said Saul, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do thee harm, because my soul was precious in thy eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool and have erred exceedingly. See, I mean, how long is this mindset going to last? Three hours? Before he go back and be like, man, I don't like that. I don't like him, David. I don't like him. Read. And David answered and said, Behold the king's spear. Behold the king's power. Read. And let one of the young men come over and fetch it. Read on. The Lord render to every man his righteous and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee unto my, into my hand today. But I would not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. And behold, as as thy life was much set by this day in my eyes, so let my life be much set before thine eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Read on. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be thou. Blessed be thou. Read. My son David. See. Thank you, man. Read. Thou shalt both do great things and also shall still prevail. So David went on his way and Saul returned to his place. So I have one more scripture, but I'm going to leave it off on that. We're going to still continue to go in. We we just going to expose that spirit and reveal that mirror unto the nation to see Saul and David. And then eventually we're going to go into just David and we're going to expose that righteous spirit and see that mirror and expose yourself to that mirror and see does it reflect you but uh on that we say shalom